Hey, this is Chase Barber. And I'm Jordan Willie. We're two blue-collar boys doing some blue-collar interviews. Anyways, so let's fire it up. Travis, how are you doing today? We're here with Travis Stockett telling me. That's an intro. Yes, sir. That is an intro. That is. We said we weren't doing intro. Well, that's our we're intro. We're just going to go like Joe Rogan and just do it. Well, we're hopped into it. I guess we got, still got to introduce the guest. How are we doing today, Travis? Good. I'm very good, good. I'm impressed you pronounced my last name, Jordan. Why do you think I wouldn't know how to pronounce it? How the oh, hell do you pronounce there's... that? This is the first time I looked at the phone. <laughs> and I totally zoned out when yeah, Jordan I, I said, said the last name. I heard... could tell me. I worked I worked with a, a gentleman oh, twenty years ago. He used to wedge rail for us and he was a little Asian. And uh, he couldn't pronounce my name either and he used to call me stop and tell me. Stop and tell me. Stop and tell me. <laughs> Are you sure he just wasn't looking for advice? Yeah, it could be. It could be. Yeah. What is that? Polish? I don't know. What I, think it, I think it's U- Ukrainian. Are you Ukrainian? Did we talk well, about this? Uh, I'm a lot. I'm Irish, Scottish, Ukrainian. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm pretty oh, Ukrainian. Yeah. Okay. So, Travis, tell us about what you do, sir. Well, I uh, work for a railroad contractor as a supervisor, so I'm running around making sure everybody's doing their thing and helping out showing support doing all that very cool and uh yeah so i built uh i built up to that point and uh as many many years of lots of lots of everything i guess yeah so So what i know you from is supervisor yes and training you trained Mm -hmm. me running equipment on a railway line in winnipeg and uh Mm -hmm. I'm going to dive right into it because I find it hilarious to ask these questions. Working with me, tell the people yeah. what it's like. What's the experience of working with Jordan? <laughs> uh, it's, I enjoyed it, right? But that's me. But you're, you're a, not pardon the French, but a fucking handful. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I could see Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's, Jordan, Jordan thinks for himself, right? And man, is it hard to fucking find people that think for themselves. So, uh, it was, it was awesome to have Jordan work. It was easy to train him. It was easy to get things across. And if he didn't understand, he figured it out himself. So I don't know. I loved it. It was good. Ah, good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 No, I, uh, I, I, I always find it interesting to talk to people about how it is to work with them because I, <laughs> I know how it is these days with meeting new people, especially training people. You train. Oh, almost, I've trained like, hundreds, train a ton hundreds. of guys there. Yeah, uh, the newer people coming in, like, what's some of the stuff you see? Oh, it's man. I'm old enough where I've seen generations, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and uh, like I going on about Jordan being a like a kind of all all in all a breath of fresh air. It kind of is. It's like Jordan was maybe born in the wrong decade for that maybe (laughs) because the people that are coming up and out of the uh out of the school or whatever you want to call it now they're they're a little different and takes a little bit more but jordan jordan's still of that old ilk right oh that's a good compliment it is it is i'm i'm here to pump jordan up that's what i was told anyway apparently you're told (laughs) yeah jordan Jordan uh, hired you to come on the podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll give you 50 bucks to come on the podcast. Okay. Let's... Going on Fiverr Hall and hiring people for the podcast. Well, we worked with a guy, Trace. You should have seen this guy we worked with. We worked with this guy. 
who was an older CN or is he CN or CP? CP. Uh, oh, are you CP. talking about T? Mofo Terry Reed. This guy would speak about himself in the third person. Like you come on the job site <laughs> and it's like Terry Reed says this and he would talk about himself in the That's third. kind of sweet. It though. was funny. Yeah. It, was, it was entertaining. Yeah. Oh god, so, yeah. Oh, there oh. does Terry still working anywhere? Yeah, he's I'm going to take CP rules with him next week. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Is he with Tender? Is he with CN now? Or CP? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's with us. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I definitely yeah. can't dive into that too much. <laughs> you can't, but you, there's a guy, a guy like him. Yeah, he's he's an older ilk, and he's going. He's definitely uh, abrasive. Would that be the word? But uh, uh, man, the it, the experience he has, you just like can't get. You can't buy that, man. No, no. And uh, speaking of that experience, I was actually talking to uh, Johnny Boy the other day, and. Guys like you too, like they're running out of people who can train and people who know on everything. Like you get the guy, guys now who have experience on one thing and they're really good at that, but that's about their limit. But guys who can hop on anything and teach new people is just that. That's rough. They're, we're running out of those people in the industry. That's for sure. I think we are, but uh, the training takes a lot of patience too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. No, it, it's yeah. gotta gotta be really tough some days. I'm sure. Yep. No. Like I say, anybody can run a hoe. Anybody can run a cat, a grader, you know, drive a truck. I, I've been with guys. I've taught them how to drive up down log roads and, and winch trucks and everything else. And you can slip gears and make sure, you know, you can get your chains tight. But it there's just, there's a certain person that takes just a certain pride, right? Mm-hmm. Just that little extra that, you know, there's a reason why there's hoe operators on sites that are called Finnish guys, right? There's Finnish cat guys. There's Finnish, like, there's a reason why they're that, right? So that's where it's, uh, those are the guys that need to train. But it's, like I said, it's patience. And it's hard to convince guys like that to train because they're like, hell with that. <laughs> is that what it is? Like, what actually makes people take that effort to learn how to become, like, a Finnish operator? <sighs> Well, that is, that's years. That's, that's just pride. That's just straight up pride in your work. I, I, I have an, I have an uncle in the city here. It works for a con like one of well, the biggest contractor in Manitoba. You probably know. And uh, he's like a Finnish whole guy, mm-hmm. you know? So he goes in and he does all the work, but he's 35 some years on a whole man. Like you can't like the things he could teach you is just, it's mind blowing. Right. So you know, some the guy works. So that mm-hmm. those I, I run into people that are so advanced in a trade and so skilled at what they do that they literally can't even teach it. They can't because they like can't it would take articulate them, it. No. Yeah. They would take them like years just to mm-hmm. train you to get to the level, to be at the point where they can explain things to you. Like you yeah. ever meet like some people that are like, I swear, like a good tradesman, like a good mechanic, a good hoe operator is so advanced oh, yeah. that it's like a nuclear physicist PhD <laughs> that's been working in a research lab for 30 years trying to explain it to a kid that's fresh out of high school with biology 11. Yeah. It's like, well, exactly. here's this thing, and you're like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> you missed several but, steps yeah. in there. Yeah. And you, get, and you get the old guys like that, and they've, <laughs> they've seen so much shit. They've been through so much shit. They don't have the patience anymore. They're just no. like, you know what? I get paid this much to grab my lunchbox, 
get into my seat and I'm good. I don't want to teach no snot, snotty nose kid, as they put it. Yeah, so and that, take, that has to be one of my biggest advices for anybody that's like new and starting out in a new trade is that when you meet that guy that's been doing it for 30 years and he tells you to do it away, don't ask the questions. <laughs> just start doing it. Yeah. Even if it doesn't make uh, sense and you fuck it up a little bit, but yeah. put it into your routine. Like, oh, hey, this is the way he does it. We're like, why does he do it this way? He doesn't have the time or patience to explain. Just start doing it. And doing it until you figure out why you were doing it. You mo you yeah. you might do it long enough that you're like it doesn't make sense to me. And at that point, your yeah. career it might not. But just yeah. do it so that you have it, the muscle memory for later on. Because I've had people tell me things like this where they're like, "Do it this way," and you're like, "No, no." And I've uh-huh. tried it a few uh-huh. times, and all of a sudden, uh-huh. like in trucking, like oh, shit. I come back two three years uh-huh. later, and you're like, "Oh." I totally got what he meant now, but because I yeah. tried it before, I still remembered it. Yeah. But my biggest pet peeve, and I'll tell me, I might even have told Jordan this right off the bat, and I usually will, is my biggest pet peeve is, I'll tell you right now, and this is what I usually say, I do not want to hear, I know, I know, I know. Because when I'm telling you something for the first fucking time, and this is the first fucking time you heard it, do not tell me you know, because I see red. And I don't want to do anything with you after that point. So, I mean, I have been, this might just be from the trucking industry, but it's hard to differentiate because like in the trucking, you'll pull into a truck stop and every flat decker has a certain way of how he does the straps. Oh, like yeah, I've had one guy fuck. come up to tell me and like, we're just the moving videos alone. Like yeah. literally just moving rigs and like low mm-hmm. bedding. And you have a guy that like, he's got like a year of highway experience. He comes up and he's like, you need at least one strap every four feet on your... Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But you don't have enough... Stra- yeah, I know. I don't care. But it's like, how yeah. do you... like Some of those people are... When- I'd say it is harder for trucking because I've had so many old-timers like say contradicting things. Like two different old-timers say different things. It's like, okay, some things are different. But uh, definitely for like rail line stuff for what you do, Travis. Like, if you're telling someone what to do, they should not be trying to think of it on their own but every mm-hmm. single trait i find has contradicting ways like there is so many different oh, ways yeah. to skin a cast it's oh yeah and i welcome any new guy like like jordan like when he came over i remember point blank he was we uh i trained him in the tra- uh, the high tracker and uh didn't take him very long to figure out but he was doing things like uh man you remember loading those 80 foot rails yeah you know, I was sitting on the picker and you were in the freaking hoe and you're almost pulling me over. Like, but <laughs> like you figured it out pretty quick, right? So, yeah. It, oh, I think the best way to approach that then, if mm-hmm. my theory is right, well, like, oh, I kind of wanted your opinion, but the way I look at it is that when these old timers come up and tell you how to do it, rather than saying, I know, try their idea. Cause it might be mm-hmm. like trucking where a lot of people have a lot of different suggestions. You know what? Try it out a few times. See how you like it. It might not make sense for you now on this part, but it might make sense in the future. Or you might be like, well, that idea was dumb and that guy was just talking shit. But at least I tried it and I learned what works and what didn't work. It's that still give people the benefit of the doubt because you never know when you're going to meet that one skill. It's like, holy crap, that's how you do it? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? Just... We're, we're in blue collar. So uh, there's a point where your pride doesn't matter. <laughs> you're, yeah. And you're going to get... And you're gonna, your pride's gonna get stomped on a lot in your career as a blue collar dude. So just, just listen, man. And like, like, exactly like Chase said, just 
listen. That's it. Just take yeah. advice. Watch. Watch the old well, guy. Even, like, even today, here's a great example. Like I'm I'm a, the probably the more senior ho hand on the little side I'm on right now. And someone told me something today and they said it in a way I didn't love, but I was like, oh shit, they told me something in a way I didn't like the way they said it. But they're right. So it's like, ah, oh, like, what do you do? Like, they're right. I was mm-hmm. like, they yep. caught me. They caught me. So it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sitting here in my cab all sulking, but I can't be mad. Yep. He was right. Well, that's how we all progress. You listen, you got to do better. And, yeah. yeah. No, I was just missing something. But uh, no, it, it's just funny to see. And uh, seniority, back to the seniority on site and uh, stuff like that. I love when I come to a new site and there's an old guy and he tells me to do something, I don't care if it's wrong. I'm going to do it because he's going to talk. He's going to chat. He's the, he's the seniority. You just, you just do it anyway. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah. Then there's the trolling aspect. That's Jordan. <laughs> Did I troll? Oh, let's see. Let's see how many buttons oh. we can push today. <laughs> uh, I, I think I only made you mad like once or twice. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, maybe once or twice. But Terry, Terry loved you. Yeah, <laughs> that was my goal. I just got <laughs> there, yeah, too, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no. Good times on the, the old Seamer line. You're on Seamer right now. You're doing your rules again. Chase, do you, you know what rules yeah. are? Uh, you guys yeah, I... mentioned that in the last podcast where you have to go off and you have to take all the rules for the train line. Yeah. And they tell you want to yeah. explain rules to Yeah, the maybe we should need a refresher on this. Well, um, right now I'm taking CNs. CROR, so Canadian Regulatory Operating Rules. So it's the big thick book. It's eight hundred and some rules, but it's train crews and engineering comp- people have to take it. Train obviously, if you're gonna be at the helm or hog, hoghead they call him, the guy that runs the train there, he's obviously gonna know a few more rules than you. Yeah. So we take the dumbed down engineering version. It's just five days, and. Uh, that's good for three years, right? When you're on the rail. Uh, down next week, I just found out I got to take CP's version of the rules. So, and uh, there's a lot of rules in CP to CN that are a little bit, not completely 180-ish, but a little bit ass backwards. So my head's probably going to hurt for a week there. But but again, that's the three, three year as well. But, uh, and then once you get those rules, you can take your track protection and Mm-hmm. work on the track yeah and then to work on the track you not only do you need that you need something called e-rail safe and uh i think that's every three years you must have got yours too jordan and uh i i don't know if i have it anymore but it's a lot more like there, it's interesting there's a lot of different things you do have to take oh so much yeah so much but yeah. safety first we don't ever make mistakes on the real line no though. no no ever. you took your courses <laughs> the mistakes are unheard of yeah it's I've your never fault. Been part of anything sketchy on the railway, that's for sure. I can say that with confidence. That's right. <laughs> well, John, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you did other stuff though. Like you you worked on the rigs, didn't you? Like you weren't always on the rail, right? I didn't work on the rigs and I never had any ambition to. I just mm-hmm. pulled them around. So I ran a, a, a not very long, I guess. It was more wherever the work was. I worked for a company out of Wainwright for a season, maybe a bit more. Ran a C500 winch and just pulled everything. Yeah, like from full freaking boilers and wheeler beds and Jeeps and boosters and derricks and you yeah. name it. Uh, I forgot. I, drove I a, you had your class one. I knew like you had your class three. For oh, the, yeah. I forgot you did yeah. lots of I had my 
class one since I was 18, pretty much, I guess. And Back in those days where you just signed a paper to get it. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like my dad. Yeah. Uh, What'd they call him? The chauffeur license back in the yeah, day, the I guess? Yeah, license. I had a uncle. I know, like, I'm sure you know people too, Chase, but people who just, uh, yeah, they just went in, walked in, signed your sheet when you were 18 or whatever. Like, that's all it was. Yeah, you're like, hey, can I drive a truck? And they're like, I don't know. Do you got Ken. 25 cents for this piece of paper? And you're like, I do. And you're like, I guess you're a trucker now. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you know the fucked up thing mm-hmm. is that the drivers, I think, were still better oh, back then yeah. because the trucks actually took work to drive. It's like the companies had to put in time training you. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing I don't get is like getting the license doesn't mean that you're a qualified skilled trucker no but a lot of places like these government training courses don't actually train you like back in the day companies when you're running those old five and four oh, transmissions you had, to, you had to know those trucks to drive mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. hey we're gonna give you like a hundred and fifty thousand pounds but you're gonna pull it with 150 horsepower and you've only got mm-hmm. some shitty ass like this 150 horsepower yep. gas engine semi yeah. <laughs> or, a, or a screaming jimmy yeah or yeah. a screaming jimmy yeah, you know, just louder than hell, pound yell, yeah. blow out yeah. your spine. But it's like, <laughs> oh, by the way, you got manual slack adjusters. So if you don't set them, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weren't that, those the days? Like, I feel like that's back in the days where, like, truckers were just, like, truckers. Like, oh, yeah. there was no yeah. such thing as a bad trucker because they they just weren't alive anymore. Well, mm-hmm. back then also, what like, like, it was a different breed because we get the comfortable cab, the truck stop every 20 minutes. Like, the trucker back then, it was not as pleasurable of a job. No. So, it was, like, you needed to be a trucker. No, you just oh, pop yeah. a bunch of caffeine pills. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was there was some other things. There was some other things. Back. <laughs> caffeine pills. Yeah. Some kind of white substance. Something with a white cross on it. I don't know what the hell they call that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh but like that's back in the day when they all ran like 36 inch coffin sleepers and they're like oh, yeah. well you don't need a bed because you shouldn't be stopping long enough oh, that's to grab like God. a three four hour nap and that's it yeah. like now it's like oh by the way like in the u.s they have to have like 10 hours off every day mm-hmm. like what do you do with 10 hours yeah. off like, like you, know, you only run for 14 hours you drive mm-hmm. for 14 then you got to shut down for 10 like at do least they- you get- 16 do they do that in the states too the 14 or is it 13 we, we, we do 13 in most of manitoba chase oh if if, if you're no on... it's four it's 14, 14 total but like with yeah, on that, duty right yeah, but, no. but you're 16 hours total and you're allowed 14 hours on duty you're allowed yeah. 14, a 16 hour window i think the states is like 12 hours on duty in like Jeez. a 14 hour window you need to have like 10 off you need to have a half hour break mandatory like and vacation job yeah. Oh, it's got to be like, like I think they only do like a 10 hours a day drive time. That's what they're allowed or something like that. And then like an hour of on duty besides driving. It's like 11 hours, 12 hours. You like know, how I would be I just, so bored doing 12 hour days. I just seen uh, actually a TikTok and I wish I could, um, I wish I could give credit, but uh, to who posted it, it was a, it was a woman trucker and there's lots and it, it God bless them. Like, I think it's great. Um, but she brought up a good point with all these new HOS rules and the freaking e-logs and everything else. They are just packing everything, packing off ramps, on ramps, rest stops. Like um, mm-hmm. there's certain States that are giving truckers fines for even parking on the side of the road. Cause they got nowhere else to park. 
and it's not that it's not just in the states it's canada you know like you go down the road and you see them park the guys poor guys parked everywhere <laughs> over the side of the roads and it's just man that sucks because like everything's full like they and it's the it's, problem with the e-log is that is it, it literally when you're out of hours you're out of hours and the government i'm fine with the e-log i guess if they have to do it but I think I'm really not fine with it. But uh, <laughs> if they have to do it, there should be a law that says like, hey, we need to invest like in government infrastructure for truckers. Like I was just in yeah. Poland and like I drove truck over in Europe for a little bit. And cool. every 20 kilometers, you have a major, major rest area with heated washrooms with actual wa- running water, <laughs> toilet. Like they have government provided showers. Wow. Like there's every rest area in Poland had two restaurants, a fast food and a sit down yeah. restaurant. They had outdoor Jeez. gyms and everything. So you could like Holy. get a workout outside your truck. And literally yeah. I was every like 10 to 20 kilometers. I don't think we went longer than 20 kilometers yeah. without having a major thing. Like, why aren't we funding that? If you're mandating that these guys have to stop, we should be mandating that highways have to build an area for them to stop. Well, it's funny yeah. you bring that up because I was talking about way back in a different podcast. We talked about nice truck stops, and I said the Road King was decent. You guys laughed at me. I'm like, I'm used to such <laughs> crappy rest areas that the Road King was nice to me. Like, you're stopping on a decently big highway in Saskatchewan. The only place you got is a cold cart lock that might have a working shower in it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. that's, that's the life. No, that's right. Canada's like, oh, like, what's Poland? They're like, what's the population in poland it must be way more than canada right like and then you look uh, at canada i think about the exact same yeah, i think it's, it's just, i think it's a little more but i think it's roughly the same and it's it's quite obviously quite a bit more denser but canada's 35 spread out like is there not a way to fund yeah like you got you're totally right like have a like at the border of Manitoba, there's that spot there. There's the one at uh, Ontario. There's the one at Saskatchewan, you know, and on and on. Yeah, there's always like, stops. Yeah, there's always stops. Yeah, but there's, <laughs> God, the place you walk in there and you, ooh, God, I need a shot. Like, <laughs> Oh, even yeah. the one, there's one in Minnedosa. Like we call it the million dollar shitter because it's just a yeah. crap house. <laughs> it's the exact same population. They've Poland has 37.8, Canada has 38 million. Really, Canada yeah, and Poland exact same for population. And yet they can provide that. Like, yeah, I don't and it, yeah. it's Poland. You know, one of the nicest way, the way the UK and all that does it, the government claims like the land and you lease the building and all that. And like you go in there. I, I remember how it was for the UK, if I believe I was correct, is that you bid on an area and be like, hey, we want to be able to bid to use that. And if you don't keep the rest area up to government standards, you lose your contract to be able to operate in that rest area. You'd be like, oh, okay. So you want to have this one. You want to be branded with this gas station. Like, a, you know, hey, I'm Chevron. I want to come in here. I want to open up a truck stop. Okay, well, you got to meet our government standards to have this lease on the property. And if we don't do that, Shell's going to come in here and take over that. Hmm. Whereas in North America, it's privately owned land. that the, And it, that provides a disincentive because you know what? You're, you make your money selling fuel, not from trucks parking. So yeah. there's no incentive to buy huge points of land. You just need some pumps. And there's no incentive, like, people will come to you to get fuel because they said there. There's no incentive to have the nicest lots or the cleanest. People will fill up and then go, and that's how you make your money. Whereas in 
Europe because it's you're just leasing the building and leasing the land from the government who decided, hey, we need these big tracks of truck stops and highway rest areas to have safe travel and convenient travel for our truckers and other people using the roads. So we're yeah. going to put all the parking lots, we're going to pave it, but you mm -hmm. have to maintain it up to our standards or the next company mm -hmm. will come in and get this free piece of yeah. plot to work with. Competition, man, competition. Yeah. Is that not a reasonable yeah. It was? Well, it's reasonable, but yeah. then Gordon's other side saying, oh, I hate government control so much. Yeah. There's still nothing way stopping you from buying a private one, but why is it that we have all these rest areas? Like, we already have It's weird that we have all areas. the rest areas, but, like, nothing on them. Like, and nobody, I, nobody uses them properly. No services. Why don't we just build mm. these big rest areas, and then, instead of paying tax dollars to maintain them, we're like, okay, we have a rest area. Mm. You can build a convenience store, put up a gas station, whatever you want to do on this rest area. But you got to maintain the rest area for it. It saves the taxpayers money from having to fund it. We already have the rest areas, mm -hmm. but better service for the truckers, more maintenance, mm -hmm. and people make some money off of it. It's a win-win-win all around. I think so. Damn right. Amen. It, it, how much would it cost? <laughs> I'm sure if we went up to the big rest areas on the Coquihalla and we're like, hey, Chevron, <laughs> do you want to have a nice rest area here? And we we're like, you can have the land for free, but you got to build a building and you got to maintain it. They'd probably be like, oh, yeah, of course. We'll have mm -hmm. the exclusive. And it eliminates these giant gas stations. Europe doesn't have gasoline alleys like every town here has yeah. that yeah. massively, like, Merit plugs up. There's, you mm -hmm. get one area and they've got like 20 gas stations all crowded on the highway because people hit a town and they all flood in there. All the locals of the town hate it because you hit that long weekend rush of everyone lining up for gas stations. If you turn the rest areas every like 10, 15 kilometers, 20 kilometers, probably go longer in Canada because we're so big. Mm -hmm. But every 40, 50 kilometers, you have a government certified mm -hmm. rest area. People just pull in there. They get their fuel. They continue on to the next one. Every 30K, yeah. you get one. Yeah, that's I right. Think it doesn't crowd up all these small towns and their gasoline alleys. The businesses still make the money because they just, you know, the all these rest areas, they normally are like two, three kilometers outside of a town, five kilometers outside of a town. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just on the outskirts. So you don't have to actually go in the town, plug up the streets. Mm -hmm. You just pull off the highway and then you merge back on. They have off and on ramps dedicated to these motorway services. It's mm -hmm. the way to do it. No, it is yeah. even like these cities we go into, like the gasoline alleys, like, you pull into the city, first thing you see is gas and fast food. So it just clogs everything up immediately because everyone's pulling off for those two said things. Like, and I yep. think it ruins a bit of the small culture of a town. Like, I'm not saying, like, obviously places in Europe have fast food and all that. But it's the fact that every single town, when you enter the town, looks exactly like every other small town in North America. And it's just tons of fast food, tons of gas stations. It's like... That's tons of space that we could just relocate five kilometers outside of town on a rest area that already exists. Mm -hmm. No, that's Why? right. Because we're terrible with our money in Canada. I, I feel like we're, our <laughs> like politicians the... just don't do things. Like It's such a no-brainer. We have big areas. We have tons of area for the trucks. But yet we locate it in a town. And people are like, well, people don't want to commute to work. But it's like three, four kilometers outside of your town. That's not a big commute. No, but what we will no. do is we'll organize a huge hydro project in Manitoba where we made a <laughs> wrong decision and we waste a billion dollars in taxpayer money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, not honestly, only, not, we won't talk for... about it. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I think I want to run for 
some sort of guy. I thought about that too. Yeah. After we, me and Chase had a prior. But what's the what's what's the party? That's the problem. Is I don't like any of them. <laughs> I will, I will <laughs> yeah, like Iran is an independent, but who's voting for an independent? No one's ever gonna vote for no, no, no. You need you need a name. You need a something like yeah. no, there's part- Green Party. There's and you know there's got to be something. You gotta be affiliated with somebody. Like BC. Yeah. Like I, I would probably go into just. Uh, provincial politics, but like BC has no conservative party. I don't like the Liberal Party. We have no conservative party. No, we have no kids. We're just liberals and NDP. That's all we have. Oh, I what? Wondered what was wrong with BC. Yeah, we don't have wow, a conservative wow. party. It's just literally you can pick from the Liberals, the NDP, mm. or the Green Party. Those are your three choices. That's why there's so many weird. Answers. I guess Ralph Klein must have screwed it up for them. <laughs> Something. But, like, the liberals are the conservatives here. It's super oh. They're not, like, the federal liberals are like, yeah, we're not associated with the BC Liberal Party because <laughs> they're right wing. But they're idiots. They're just, yeah. and like, you know what, who I would run for in the party I wish I could? The NDP of the 1960s and 70s. If that was still a party the way it existed, I would run for the NDP. Not the current one because they're, Awful, awful. Mm-hmm. But like Wait. they built it. They built the Trans Canada Highway. They built the Bennett Dam, Site A, Site B. Really? Yeah, they built the Coquihalla Highway, Rogers Pass. I, I didn't know any of this. What they said is like, hey, we're gonna get good jobs in there. They mandated that you need to hire Canadian workers, pay them a good hmm. salary, and then they're like, you know what we're gonna do? What drives us the country is infrastructure, and they massively funded infrastructure projects. And now today's NDP, they're like, <laughs> oh, we're going to massively fund social debate. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, no, can't we just have one party? Like, they built the, the old NDP, built the uh, Trans-Canada Highway, that freeway all the way from Vancouver out to Chilliwack in 1964. They took all the farmland. They said, we need a freeway. We need expressway to get goods mm-hmm. in and out. Mm-hmm. And no party since then has upgraded that highway like all the liberals and current ndp they're like oh yeah traffic sucks yeah there's well, one that's yeah, closed all the time well there's nothing we can do yeah there's no way that pieces <laughs> yeah we built this highway in 1964 what do you mean it's not good in 2022 yeah you know what's crazy is it's not twin like actually what is it this year they're gonna twin uh from manitoba border into almost kenora eh? oh yeah, I think they're starting that actually this summer, which is crazy. But what's what's crazy is like, why isn't BC got a twinned highway, at least one route, right? Well, that's the, like, the thing is like, why doesn't why doesn't BC, Ontario? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's single lane roads. All the roads, yeah. highways into BC are all it single is weird, lane. Like the whole province, I'm coming here two lanes, and then I get to BC and I'm down to one. Like it, it's, it's yeah. Weird. Like, and every year we get cut off from the rest of the country, and the rest of the country gets cut off from all of like the goods coming in from the Asian markets. Mm-hmm. Completely gets cut off multiple times every winter. Like, you probably get like one, three weeks a month of hauling, and then one week a down. And it's like, why don't we just upgrade the highways? We built them right. in the 60s and 70s under the NDP, and yet nobody wants to. I, and the thing is, I think it would be super popular politically to be like, hey, guess what, guys? We're going to start building shit again. Well. Oh, yeah. The jobs <laughs> alone. Oh, well, no, Chase, you guys have to spend all your time lobbying against the 22 Grizzly <laughs> Bear Hunters that you guys canceled. We'll spend millions of dollars in time to do that. 
Never mind the highways. Yeah, that's, that's why, right. That's why I'd love to There's get like, like four people who killed grizzlies in here. This yeah. Crazy. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I love I love all politics. That's why it's funny you mentioned that. Like, I've never really thought about it until like recent stuff. It's like maybe I should go into like small politics around just because like it's it's going so corrupt and crooked already in such a small scale like even my small town i'm dealing with like it's just ridiculous to me well that's the thing is like because people like us like i genuinely have no idea like no interest in politics mm-hmm. and i would probably shoot myself if i had to sit in like <laughs> the commons and listen to these assholes debating all day like yeah. i would have an assault charge if i was a member of parliament there'd be an assault charge against me in the first week because i just like shut the fuck up and just like, knocks yeah. on the, one of these politicians that like so that's probably why people like us don't go into politics. But I'm realizing, I'm like, maybe I should just suck it up as a crappy job just to well, like, build some highways. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's it's like this whole thing with like Edison and we're like, we want a hybrid. Or, like, we want an electric truck because it makes sense. Yeah. But mm-hmm. nobody's building it for us. So we're like, we'll just Let's build it ourselves. It. Like, we're sitting here complaining about like, yeah, no highways are getting built. We're not having any infrastructure and truckers and like are getting fucked over and that's fucking over the economy guys. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> it's just easier to like run to become the minister of transport so, and actually do it ourselves. Edison Motors started on the podcast. Are we going to start building highways from the podcast? Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, where are we going? I guess. Well, I mean, well you so need the highway to run no, the freaking new motor. Is gone Fuck yeah. it, I'll do it. Um, Travis, yeah. speaking of that, I know you you started listening to the podcast. Have you listened to the yeah. one of the motors? I did uh, about half of it there. I listened to it when I'm on the road there. So mm-hmm. yeah, can't always finish yeah. it. So uh, with with being a new cool. listener and not mm-hmm. really knowing about that from before, what'd you think of it? I think it's a fantastic uh, idea. Like. See what you're proposing is literally how a, an engine works. Like yeah, exactly. How, how, yeah, it just it's a it's a big big diesel gen. Like you got your big diesel, you got your gen, you got your electric motors, your traction motors. Like once yeah, sh- locomotives like, have been doing it forever, and we're like, oh yeah, yeah. This is a good idea, more torque. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Like it's amazing idea. Like it, the torque alone. Like I've hauled logs, I've hauled rigs, like up and down all those mountains out there. <laughs> And I couldn't imagine, like, you get a triple all chained up, like, you got a triaxle, and all your lockers work, and mm-hmm. you got her locked up, you got her all triples, that thing is just coated in chains, and you got this torque. Like, man. With torque, yeah. Oh, yeah, and you can just get chunky chains, like, honky. you know, just big honky chains, like, just. Oh, yeah, we can weave bait chains through the, through the things. <laughs> Rip, rip, and tear. Like, I've, I've worn chains right to paper. You um, know? like we, we've, we are like pretty much standard out there. You have chain pliers, and you always have links, right? So, yeah. But to have that torque would be phenomenal. Like even just pulling out of, you know, like out of a soft spot in the summer. You know that some fields, it's just it, you're not breaking, but it's just soft, and it's you're, you're sinking. Yeah, like you're lugging. Still have positive. Yeah, but you're just lugging. Yeah. Down. Oh, just to be yeah. able to step on it, that would be so nice. Yeah, you'd just be, just to be gone. It would be, well, what? <laughs> imagine, like, having your trailer axles powered, too. Because, like, that's oh a my ability. God. Yeah. You start bogging down <laughs> with just your drives, your trailer just starts pushing you, too. Like, yeah. oh, if you get stuck with every axle being drive, including you your are, trailer, you are. I have, I have. <laughs> the D8's yeah. the only thing that's going to get you out it's, of that It's a point. bad, yeah. bad. Uh, yeah. 
a 10 for me and a nine on the back one time. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a little but, bit, Travis. Um, one of my favorite things on the railway was railway equipment. It's some of the coolest stuff I've played with by far. What is your favorite piece to run on the rail? To run? Uh, yeah. Probably the, like the high tracker is, it's probably the funnest. Like I, I like running the Brants and, you know, tie crane speed, like all that stuff. But it, something like the high tracker, it's, you know, you, it just got the best of everything. Right. So you, you, you plumb that thing into the cart, you're flying down the, yeah, the track. You can take a cart with you, you know? Yeah. The um, tracker's that one that goes on top, like the excavator that yeah. rides on top mm-hmm. of the rail cars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so much fun. I like the brand too, actually. What are you, the brand trucks? Well, me and you were on a brand truck for a little bit there, mm-hmm. but it's a truck. Yep. Like, well, you should explain the brand truck, Travis. Well, the brand truck is, believe it or not, we kind of, I don't know who's going to listen to this and who's going to get pissy, but this is the way it is. Uh, back in the day where I work, uh, our old shop manager, uh, Brian Stanek, genius and he made our puller trucks and our old picker trucks like back in the 80s man and um early 80s and he put knuckles on these things like nobody was doing that anyway right and Mm -hmm. he figured out train air the the volume the whole nine yards threw an a9 valve in there blah 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 and off they went and they're pulling cars and all that good stuff eh? so then off around comes and a bunch of questions and this and that and you know how it works and uh, all of a sudden brant road rails formed and um they come out with this brant truck and it was it was modeled off the old heritage uh chassis western star yeah the old Kelowna girls hey and uh so they're big chassis they're more, more cement trucks say hey? live pto up front and oh, they put trucks that just drive on the rails yeah so oh. then it, it <laughs> we're getting you put there. The, i had to google it yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go and so the big high rail gear right on front yeah. and back and they would come up and down you can drive down the road and all that good stuff but the thing is the high rail gear it would it had the air ride on the high rail gear right so it just off you go and uh of course, it being so heavy, and you look at the decks on those things, they're just thick boilerplate, right? Yeah. And then if you're on the track for a length of time, throw cement on it. Then they, they came out with shelf, shelf couplers. So you hook up to the car at the knuckle. You got a plate under the knuckle. You can actually use the car's weight and just suck down on that thing yeah. and pull. Like these cars, like the difference between them, Chase, is like a normal truck that they throw on, like a boom truck. We can run three cars. But the brand truck, you can do 15 rail cars. Like that's mm-hmm. behind a semi truck. Okay, 15 rail. How much does each rail car weigh? Like a, what's a loaded uh, rail Like a loaded rail car is probably 300, say, give or take, 300,000 pounds. Oh, pounds. Okay. That's still mm-hmm. a lot. Well, times 15? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. these, like, the, the you take one of these Peterbilts <laughs> and haul 4.5 million pounds with one mm-hmm. Peterbilt. There will be Edison Motor Brand yeah. trucks. You can guarantee that. Yeah. Oh, that would be sweet. Oh, I mean, See, be- that was, like, hey, I'm going to say it. Well, I guess I'm going to say it to the world. <laughs> I've always had an idea, and I actually told the Brant guys because it came out a few times last summer for my input, which yeah. is weird. So a bunch of engineers You're hung sure. out with me. And, uh, I told them my idea and they kind of looked at me and they all looked at each other and, oh, 
fuck, that might work. But there's a lot to it. But it's something like a brand truck. Do you, now, there's a C500 Kenworth, right? Yeah. So they they got this body, this frame, where it's a tri tri steer, <laughs> tridum steer, and a tridum. That drive. Goliath uh, oh knuckle my. picker. Right, right. Yeah. So take the picker off, right? Mm-hmm. Put put a uh, like a jet, like a big gen, like a big Jenny, uh, like whatever you want, like a Cummins Jenny, or and then a, obviously it's just a honking stator on that thing. Uh, train air. Put the big compressor on the thing, right? Yeah. And then underneath, right in the center of the truck, throw a I don't know how, maybe aluminum or something. I don't know. It's but like one of those uh, traction motors, you know, like a set, a, a triaxle set of uh, locomotives. Okay. Uh, axles. The power. And then you, yeah, and then you just pull up on the crossing. You drop these things. It lifts the truck. You fire up the big Jenny and everything else, and then you got yeah. this insane mobile mini like the, engine, like mobile so locomotive pretty well, well yeah. yeah we put yeah drives on all six axles yeah. with like a c18 cab but, but this is like a separate six, drive. 700 kilowatts still that oh yeah at least yeah. and then i love that i love with trains too because you're always worried about stopping power with like a truck on the road but with the trains like it's more worried about your cars like you're more worried about the air air you can put out to run your car's brakes like that well the, you know what's it you runs. know what's crazy you know what's crazy is when trains go down hills, mm-hmm. okay, you'll hear them idle up as they're going down the hill, like say Revelstoke and you know all those crazy grades, right? You'll be like, "Holy shit, they sounds weird, eh? Why would it be? Why would it be revving up?" Well, they're actually pouring power to it and keeping brake on so that that keeps the knuckles stretched, eh? Oh, does that make? Yeah, does it make sense? <laughs> yeah, and then. They also have a dynamic braking feature in the, the engines. It's it's not like a J compression situation. It's more, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's, it is hard to explain, but, but mm-hmm. the air on a train is completely different from a truck. Oh, it it's backwards. First doing backwards. it. Yeah. Not the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the brake pipe in a train, right from front mm-hmm. to back, the big brake pipe, and it's big, right? It's actually pretty big. It's 90 pounds right front mm-hmm. to back. So two miles down at the end, which some trains can get up to, like a mile and a half, to whatever. Yeah. It'll be 90, 90 pounds from the front to the back. That's why you see those engines will be on the back or those red cars. Those red cars are big air compressors. So obviously in the winter, air, volume, stuff like that, they have to keep a kicker in there. So it keeps the air flow, right? So, yeah, when you're running out, yeah. Chase actually just had to step out there. Um, yeah, for the rest of the interview, but I mean, you can hash it out for a little bit. When you go yep. to a mile and a half long, what is your stretch and compression in the knuckles? Like, how much of a oh, that's got to be huge, man! Like, and there's so many different knuckles, Jordan. Like, there's like the uh, like there's those cars that have the cushion knuckles, right? Yeah, designed to not hump so hard uh so that stretching those is amazing never and then there's grain cars that got what maybe six inches sometimes or more yeah so, well but, just think about those, those like we were dealing with some of those flatbed cars and the stretching those i things, know you're two I know. three yeah your foot on each one and you do that yeah. by a mile and a half car like you could be your distance between oh, yeah. s and stretched is so different oh yeah yeah it's it's insane yeah yeah no, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty cool. 
but yeah. uh, no, but that's usually how the trains work anyway. Yeah, that's why I love the railway, and I encourage people, like, if they have an opportunity to work with, actually, I was supposed to mention this, and I hope we get enough listeners uh, that someone might actually apply. I was talking with John. John mm-hmm. is the manager in mm-hmm. the, what, like, what would you explain John's position as? John is the manager of our material handling division of uh, Candy Rail and Terminals. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are looking for boom truck operators. I was just so, going that. I'm not a big yeah. for shout outs, but uh, I'll do mm-hmm. one for the Candy Boys. And uh, nice. you guys, and for guys, uh, not just boom truck though, he said almost anything. Nope. Yeah, just about anything. We're, uh, it's, you know, obviously going to get busy again. And the thing is, we, you know, we train some of the best guys, right? Like, uh, there's contractors out there and like everybody has their good points. I'm not disparaging anybody, but, uh, we, we train a lot of good guys The guys, they get good training with us and, uh, they make careers out of it. So, well, so how do we reach out then if someone's interested in working on the railway with you guys? Uh, before we get to where to, honestly, mm-hmm. I've encouraged it. I had some of the most fun I I would also love to work on a railway. Like, yeah. like highly encourage you. If there's a guy off right now, um, Travis will tell you where to contact, but you should mm-hmm. give it a shot. If you're, yeah. if you're Canadian. <laughs> but yeah, where, where <laughs> would they call, sorry, Travis, or call or email? Where should they go? Well, you just go to canduraileandterminals.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's careers. There's You can see an overview of the history of the company. There's See, our what I work for and John and stuff, it's, it, we're the engineering division. So infrastructure renewal, we call, we call ourselves. So we have a shop, we have all our rail equipment, things like that, service, the rail maintenance, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, can do rail and terminals. So the massive part of can do is all the trains, all the engines, uh, our massive terminals. We have a big terminal in Kamloops. We have a huge terminal in Scott, uh, Shell Scottford. Yeah, those terminals, uh, well, Seamer's a smaller one, but, like, that's where you guys do a lot of, like, rail. Seamer, yeah, well, Seamer's an actual rail line for us, right? So yeah. we service CP and CN on that rail line, plus our own customers, Imperial Oil. Now, that's know, cool. uh, how, does that, how does that work with, like, Seamer owning rail line for bigger mm-hmm. companies? Do they rent, like, what? how does CP and CN, like, how does it work? How does that financials work? Well, Seamer, we own our own railway, right? Mm-hmm. But we do have to go into CN's yard. We do have to go into CP's yards, you know, stuff like that. So I th- I think it's just there's this pickup fee, like just the fees of knuckling to cars and doing switching, you know, things like that. And then we vice versa, right? That's how you make money on the railway, I believe, or for operations anyway. Yeah. Uh, but we... I can't really tell you a complete number, but we got to have a close to 70 or 80... Uh, engines all across North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamloops, Edmonton, well, Fort Saskatchewan. We just built. That's huge. Uh, Broda did most of their work on that. Big project. Yeah, and it's pretty. Huh. website, and they got. Yeah, and uh, Sarnia, Ontario. Ontario. I think we're going to be up in New Brunswick soon. Oh, we're down in Kansas, Kentucky. You guys you are know, in the all States. those. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have big contracts in the states. Yeah. It was wrong on just the Canadian part then. What? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. 
No. I guess you guys work all over the place. So where does it? Yeah. Where do you recommend like somebody that's you know just wants to get into the railway because it's a fun job or something like? How, you ever done? Yeah, I you look at one of those big job boards and you're like, I have no idea how to even get started on this thing. <laughs> it's like, what position do I even put? New guy, like they used industry yeah. terms for everything, and I don't know what one just says. New guy that knows nothing. New guy who wants really to go the railway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hear you. Like for the boom truck. You know, so, you know, guys want to be like, you know, it would be obviously ideal for us to have a guy that applies and he's got his class one, his place, whatever. And he's all, oh, yeah. And I've ran log picker for years. Oh, well, Jesus. <laughs> you yeah, know? That would be but, ideal. Obviously. But as long as the guy has a license, he's a good driver, we can work with that. We can get him trained up and stuff. We can do ride-alongs. We do mentoring programs, stuff like that. And we do it all the time. I write, I write guys off, off uh, quite a bit, and uh, we end up with really good guys. Um, they look up. They, yeah, they pay pretty well. And uh, they, look, they end up getting their own truck. We put them generally in their own truck, uh, tool it up. You know, that's your rig for, say, the season. or you, Well, we're pretty much year-round, actually. Yeah. Speaking of your, uh, your truck and your piece of equipment, I'm going to jump from the employment. They've heard it. If you want to apply, go apply. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's there a good job. Go. I love it. This isn't even a sponsored post. This it's not like calling yeah, yeah. us to do anything. We're just trying. We yeah. just like blue collar jobs. And like Jordan just wants to get oh, people to work for the railway. So, I want to talk to more people about who, who work <laughs> on the railway. It's such a blast. <laughs> but yeah. I was going to make a jump to someone else we worked with. And we're talking about your own truck and such. We work with this guy, great buddy, Steve Mofo Dernan. Um, oh, yeah. Is the most meticulous person I've ever worked with. Chase, I kid you not, this guy's truck, I had to get in it one day in his work truck, yeah. the company's truck, not his. <laughs> and he looked at me with the most degraded, yeah. sad face and said, <laughs> like, he keeps his shit perfect. And it's awesome. Like, we, guys need that. And his excavator is yeah. the cleanest. Oh. I just had to bring up Steve. I, I loved working with him. I'm sure you have lots of Steve stories. Well, he's uh he's got his own high tracker, man. He's got like a yeah uh, newer newer 160 rototilt with all the attachments. Uh, oh, that's so newer, you know those rototilt. Newer, yeah, yeah, newer cart. Uh, when I was with him, like when, when I was with Candu, we were in his truck. But he, I like he's my neighbor, and I, I see his truck now that he's just taking it to work. Yeah, couldn't have couldn't have. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want to haul around people. I think I swear that's it. I I hopped in his truck. Yeah, self. He works for Bridges and Structures, like CN's Bridges and Structures division. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's by himself. <laughs> Anyways, we're going. No, but he's he, wrap up question. No, sir. No, 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 not your fault. We just we're busy boys. We got stuff to do. I got podcast to post. <laughs> um, what are these? Uh, oh, if you could do any job in the world, what job would you do? What job would I do? Any job in the world? I should have actually prepared because I heard this. Yeah, listen, you, you know this. we knew we were going to ask. I was, like, I was like, God damn. Any job <laughs> in the world that, uh, I don't know. Home grandpa. I am a, I'm a girl. No. <laughs> so. How old are you? You're a young grandfather. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my! I, holy uh, shit! <laughs> oh, my old. I my old. <laughs> I started young. Yeah. 
Cool, cool team job. That's yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with yeah. no, being looking after kids is a job. That's a full time oh, yeah. job. Nothing oh Jesus, that. yeah. It's a different. It's it's an awesome. Yeah, our other one's the dream truck. But I guess what would your dream boom truck then be? What would you deck out? Oh, don't is... say Edison. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Well, I'll go with uh, Sentinel. Um, we kind of had an idea. Don't say anything, but uh, no, you didn't. Maybe don't take take one of our old rigs. I think you've seen them, Jordan. The old black girls, the shorty, the big ass pickers. The... I probably ran them. Pick well, yeah, fifty. I had it one end at the whole house on the other end with the truck. Yeah, I we, I ran that yeah. one a little bit. Yeah, well, I want to. I want that. I want a twenty-two foot. I want to keep that picker because that's like sixteen, seventeen thousand pound picker. It's a big boy. Yeah. And put a triaxle on that trainer, mm-hmm. and because uh, it's pre-emission, it's a cat, eighteen, like full locks. Yeah. So modding out a train train home underneath the cab. Yes, which you never scared me with at all. That's not something you do to guys. No. <laughs> no. Trying to pull locks for this guy, and he blows a train horn at me. It gets me every time. <laughs> I them once, just looks up with disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is awful when you're like somebody scares you with a horn because I jump easy. Train Someone, horn. Oh yes, that'd be even worse. Oh, but like yeah. they hit with a horn and then you're like, oh, that startled me. Oh, that startled me. And then you go to get them back and they just look at you like, yeah, you're an idiot. You're That's an what idiot to me. I know. You, nothing <laughs> makes you feel so small. You're like, not only did I get scared by you doing it, but now I look like an idiot doing it. Back I think I had you. it on yeah. Snapchat. And I have his reaction. He's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we have work You're to do. Unoriginal. Like, Man, you get me all the time. Well, anyway, we've got to wrap things up, Travis. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Well, thank, thank you, guys. Yeah, for sure. Keep on listening. <laughs> we will. We will. Thanks a lot, guys.